0: Sure, gang, welcome back to yet another episode of After School is After School with your girl, Sis G.U. <music> Thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode. I truly appreciate it. I hope that you are well. I know that there has currently been a lot that has been happening. So yeah, I hope that this week has been kinder to you and that you are surviving. I also know I've been a little bit MIA, but I'm back and I'm back and I'm better. And to be honest, I don't know if you guys are going to get anything from this week's episode. Like I'm not quite sure you're going to take away anything, but you know what? I'm going to chat my shit because that's what I do best. So I'm going to talk about being single just because my feelings towards singleness change all the time. I also feel like I've been single for some time now. So I've experienced different things in my singleness. I was single before I even started my YouTube channel. And I remember when I was first single, especially when you're single and you like, I've just left a situation. It's so awkward because you hate being single. You know, like you have all this time, you're so lonely, you're so sad. Everything reminds you of that person. Like for me, that was possibly my, maybe like three and a half years of being fully single. Out of all of that time of being single, I hated it the most, the absolute most, when I had just broken up or just left my relationship because it was torture. Like I was like, why am I alone? Why am I sleeping alone? What is up with all of this aloneness? What am I supposed to do with that? And then I like was able to navigate through that. But then soon after feeling super alone, I thought I was like ready to jump back into it and put myself out there, which wasn't the case, you know? And I learned that the hard way. (laughs) I learned that via putting myself out there, thinking that like I'm down, you know, to make new connections, to see someone, to do all of these things. And like, I just wasn't down. So I chilled. And then when 2020 started, I felt like I was more open to it. I think a little bit. Yeah. Actually, no, I was down to put myself out there. Like I honestly, looking back at it now, I rushed myself to be okay. And I think, 2020, I wasn't a hundred percent grand, but like I was in a better place, so I thought I could handle a relationship. And in 2020, that's when my story time happened. I have a YouTube channel by the name Uncomfortable Growth, and that is the only story time that exists on my YouTube channel. And I decided to share that story because of how audacious that nigga was. But also it was just a very monumental moment for me. Like that was the coolest I have ever been. That is the most down I have ever been. And I just vowed to myself that I would never put myself in a situation like that ever again. And more so, I wanted to share that story so that no other hunty, no other honey would be in that situation dealing with what it is that I dealt with because that was some utter bullshit. Yeah, and I often, and people ask for me to often speak about relationships and men and all of that. And I often choose not to for like three reasons. One, there's more to life than relationships and men. Two, there's more to me. relationships and men but thirdly i'd like to think of myself as someone who is private especially when it comes to my love life i already feel like i have to share so much of myself via the work it is that i do on youtube and my podcast yeah now having to share my love life is like how much of y'all how much of me do you guys want hey like you want my whole life you want to know everything it's actually a bit impossible but yeah anything that means anything to me anything that means something to me i protect anything i care about i protect so that's how I kind of view my love life. And I don't necessarily like to speak on it too much, but I guess I've learned some things in being single and I've had some feelings, so I'm thinking, you know, let me just share them. So that was 2020. And then after my little story time, I was just like, fuck niggas, like nah, none of that. If anything, I'm about to play the game. I'm about to have it. I'm about to be in these streets. I'm about, I'm about to have it, okay? I'm about to have it. And yeah, I think 2020 was when I was city grilling the hardest, like, you know, when you're city grilling so hard that you shock yourself. And you know that one also where you're sitting grilling so hard and you don't necessarily think it's that hard. And then you're speaking to your friends and they're like, dude, you're you're up, hey, Like you're doing a lot. Like you're here, you're there, you're everywhere. And what was also really cool about 2020, was I celebrated in 2020? Before I lied to you guys. I think I tried to be okay no I lied I wasn't celibate yet so I was doing a little bit more than what I should have been doing but nonetheless I was having a good time and I do like I do think I enjoyed the people that I met that year which was good you know because sometimes you also need to have interactions with men that don't end up terribly so that you can remind yourself that like you know good experiences exist and decent men exist so I guess that was 2020 And then I came into 2021 and my heart was a little bit softer and I was a little bit more open to dating and getting to know people. And I guess I tried and it didn't work, which is cool. And I don't know how I feel towards dating now. Like I know I'm open to finding someone and, And just the more I experience life, the more I'm starting to understand the need, let me speak for myself in my life, like the need for a partner, for someone to go through this life thing with, because it's hard, you know, like to come back and comfort yourself at the end of the day or not necessarily have someone to just bounce ideas off of or speak to or have someone to support you in that nature is, you know, it's a lot. So I'm aware that like I do want companionship, but I'm also aware that I'm enjoying being single. And I think the two can coexist often when I speak about being single or you know people speak about being single it's very much like you either have to love it or hate it and you can do both here eh? like it's different on different days some days I'm really grateful that I have no one stressing me and that I can live my life and then on other days I'm just really lonely I'm hella lonely and I'm literally just like what the hell are we gonna do now girl and again those are just very normal feelings to like kind of bounce between but i told my friends i'm turning 25 this year so i told them that this is my last year to make a mess at midnight on the 21st of september is really when i'm open to relationships so if anyone is listening to this thinking that like yo google you're my girl you just don't know yet wait, just wait for me babe <laughs> wait for me just because i have a lot to do this year like i have a lot of traveling i want to do i have a lot of work like my focus is really the bag in my career and i want to give myself this year to really just start certain projects, get in the groove of things, and then maybe add on a partner. But more so, I want to use this year to live the life that I want to live with my partner, but by myself. You know, I want to afford myself that. I want to fall into routine without necessarily waiting for someone else to come into my life before I start doing certain things. So that's what this year means for me. But then again, I'm not opposed to relationships, and I guess if I found someone along the way, that would be cool. And I guess I could try that. But I've also just realized that in me being so open about being single, I never speak about being single in a bad light because. I'm aware that the amount of growth that I've done, I would not have been able to do while I was in a relationship. So I'm grateful that I was single and being single has done a lot for my relationship with God, just because I had no other distractions. There was no one who was making me sad cry or whatever the fuck all the time. It was just me and the Lord. And wherever God wanted for me to go, I go. Whatever he had to say to me, it was just easier for me to make time to hear his words and like spend time in his presence. So I'm grateful for being single. And obviously in being single, you get to learn, you get to unlearn. You also, get to heal. And I think that's the tricky thing about being single. Sometimes you're single for so long and you do all of this work by yourself that you think that you've healed from certain things when you actually haven't, you know, so you can be single and think you're grand. And then when you interact with someone, that's when you realize, Guti, mm, maybe I'm not all the way healed, you know, and maybe this person is testing this boundary that I've just put in place. When I'm single, I still allow for myself to engage with people, you know, so that I can put the work to work or I can put the work to the test almost and it's not ever me intentionally putting like the work that I've been doing to the test but naturally you know you're approached by people and in your experience of them or in you experiencing them I mean you know you're going to see whether or not you are actually healed or in a better place or not so yeah like i'm single single right now like i'm not actively seriously speaking to someone which i know can get a little boring but also like i prefer peace and i know that sometimes we say we protect our peace so much so that our lives get boring but like i don't know i'd rather have a boring life than a chaotic life you know like my anxiety is so back that even when things are boring i would rather have it that way than things be super shambolic and super up you know like the table has to shake a little bit you know what i'm saying like i'm not flipping no table there's no earth when I say shake the table I mean shake the table nothing else just a quick shake and then I'm out and then I'm good I've had a good time I can go home and be boring again be single hey like as a hun especially like be single enjoy life fight like figure out what you like who you are um what you want and all of that like give yourself that time to fully explore yourself to heal and to have a good time for yourself you know and often men will be like oh google you're encouraging honeys to be single like they're just gonna be down without husbands and all of that and it's just like firstly i no longer send to men in my life so whatever the fuck you're saying i don't care about okay so if i am encouraging women to be single that is because i have seen the benefits of that and if she wants to be single she'll be single and also it's like you want us to not be single for what for you for these niggas oh you're crazy you're crazy you're crazy. I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm really not going to do that. So you're not going to try and come make me feel bad for choosing to be single. And I think that's what people also don't get. I am single by choice. I'm not single because I don't have any suitors because there are no options at all. I'm single because I don't think that I found what it is that I think I want and more so need. So yeah, like we need to stop that little weird thing of like trying to shame people who are single and people having a good time. And don't get me wrong, no one is saying that being single isn't lonely and no one is saying that being single doesn't get hard. But in all of that, I can still be content. You know, I can still feel like being single is the better choice for me, even though I'm lonely, even though I don't have dates. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm so aware that my presence is a blessing. It is a, it's not something that everyone should be able to access and get to enjoy. So when you get to that part, I feel like you obviously are just more aware of where you spend your time and how much time you spend with certain people and what you're getting from that interaction. So for me, it's just like, I'd rather be single until I find something or someone that I know is worthy of my time and my. Energy like that, you know, and I haven't found that. So, like, let me be single and have a good time. And also, just navigating being single whilst being on YouTube and like a podcast and a content creator has been interesting, you know. I had always thought that, like, the more you boom and the more followers you have and so forth, like, the more men or people throw for you. And yeah, dog, just the bigger and better your chances and your options are. But that hasn't necessarily been the case. I almost feel like when you are an outspoken woman and you're strong and you are yeah, it's just cemented in who you are and you found your voice, men become very intimidated by that. And often people will be like to me, yo, Gugu, I'm sure your DMs go up. And they don't, eh? Like the people who throw for me are often people I've bits before. Like they're people that I have some sort of existing relationship with. It is very seldom for me to be approached by a nigga I don't know at all. And I used to complain about it at first. But now I actually realized that this is a good thing because it's really filtering through the bullshit. Like if you're too scared to speak to me, then maybe, not maybe, you shouldn't be speaking to me. Like that literally is God just doing what God does best, which is protecting me. So if you feel like you can't handle the conversation, then that's fine, you know? And if you feel like you can't approach me because you're not going to move correct, then obviously don't come looking in my direction at all. Don't come waste my time. Yeah, so I don't, I'm like not approached as much, which is not a problem, honestly, like it's not. And again, because I'm not actively looking for a partner right now, I'm not phased. But it's also been interesting trying to like, just navigating dating whilst being somewhat more known than what I was. Like I even realized that I started shifting my dates to midweek. Like, oh guys, I believe in a midweek date. eh? And I think that's obviously because I am fortunate enough to be in, or to be working in an industry that allows, or career rather, that allows for my time to be so flexible, you know? So yeah, like, I don't know how it happened when the shift happened, but like I will do my dates during the week. Just because I, one, when I go to restaurants, I prefer to go when it is a bit more quiet because it just means, Good service, potentially better food and us not competing to hear each other. You know, whereas if I'm going out to Jamili on the weekend, it's like, I don't really know if we're going to be able to hear each other bond or anything of that sort. So I believe in a good midweek date. I don't even know why I'm telling you that. But also in being single for so long, I think that you can become hyper independent. And that's maybe what I'm experiencing because I've been by myself and I say this all the time. I'm the most self-sufficient babes. Like I get things done for myself. I'm just, I'm good. Like I'm really good at taking care of myself that I struggle to let other people take care of me which is something I need to work on you know because I speak about wanting princess treatment and her 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 material girl and rah 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 and then when it's time for all of that to happen I now want to act confused and now want to act shy I now want to do things for myself when I know that I like I deserve someone doing them for me and if someone is offering they're offering to do it out of the goodness of their heart like I shouldn't ever try convince someone to not do something for me so yeah I'm really really good at laboring my emotions and just like whatever I want I get for myself eh? like princess treatment on a thousand at a thousand but with that being said it made me realize that when it comes to stuff like my mental health I've kind of also programmed myself to think that I need to deal with that alone and only recently did I realize that that is a part of myself that I would have to share with my partner because my mental health definitely has the capacity to affect our relationship or my partner and this is obviously me not saying this is me not saying that my partner is responsible for my mental health and that I should take all my episodes out on them and so forth you do have a responsibility to take care of yourself and make sure that you are getting better and getting the help That you need, and that responsibility should never, ever be put on your partner. They can help you through it and support you through it, but it should never be their responsibility. If you aren't taking care of yourself, you can't expect for someone else to do so. But I'm aware that, like, when I have an episode, I will be in the presence of someone else, you know? And normally, when I have an episode and I'm not in a good space, guys, my first thing to do is I will hide. Like, I will go into hiding. I normally don't have much energy for anything else, including my own problems. So now it's like, I'm down bad. You want me to interact with other people? people you want me to show up and if there's something I can't do when I'm going through it is show up or rather let me say I allow myself to not show up I now just give myself the time to just really hide in my low corner hibernate for a little bit take care of myself then come out and I just realized that um in a relationship that's not really going to work babe you know what I'm saying yeah I can't really just ghost my babes for two weeks you know, for my little depressive episode and say nothing. And I do think you can obviously ask for space in those times, or rather you'll have the conversation with your partner to let them know how it is that you want to be supported in those instances. But um, that's tricky. That's really tricky because oh, I have only really recently come to terms with the fact that like i suffer from anxiety and depression and when i made peace with that i was able to speak about it openly on my youtube channel you know but i think speaking about it and having someone experience it is so different like me speaking to you guys about a time where I was really depressed or really sad is one thing because it's past. But now me having to explain myself or share those emotions with someone whilst I'm feeling them is really, really scary to me. And I've realized that I need to like make peace with that because I'm gonna have to share that part of myself with a partner. And that's what also maybe makes me a little bit hesitant towards dating. Sometimes I think about the amount of work it is. And I don't mean in a bad way, you know, I think all relationships take work, including friendships. So sometimes I put myself over relationships because of how much it is that I know I need to share and just how much of your feelings I need to take into consideration, you know, because it's a lot. And I also feel like I'm in the weight. And when I speak about the weight, it's kind of like, If you're at a place in your life where you're wanting to intentionally date, it's that gap where you're waiting to meet someone serious, where you're being intentional about the people you go on dates with, the people you give access to and all of that. So I feel like I'm in the wait and the wait is also a very confusing time because I was having a conversation with my friend and we were like, in this time you know in this wait, are we supposed to do absolutely nothing or are you supposed to like do what you want but just I don't know like maybe not be serious with people until you find your person and don't get me wrong I think you can do single however you want to do it like you can go on dates and still have a good time whilst being single and whilst waiting for like a serious potential or you can obviously choose to not do anything and like sometimes I lean towards not doing anything because it's like the options aren't giving <laughs> The options on giving. So I don't necessarily know who you guys want me to do what with, you know? And sometimes I speak, I speak a big game. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have it. We're going to be in the streets. We're going to ride. We're going to read. We're going to roar. And we do absolutely nothing because there are no options. But more so I found that like, I'm in a weird place because I'm aware that in me doing things in my weight, I am giving access to people who should not experience me in the manner in which they have. So it's like, I know I'm single and I want to have a good time. And I am also someone who thinks, you know what? I know I can casually date. I think I'm also really good at it. I am very old school in that, like, I take forever to catch proper feelings. So it actually scares me when I'm talking to someone and someone wants to say, like, I love you in two days. And I've obviously had to come to realize that we all experience things differently. And if someone falls in love quickly, that doesn't mean that their love is disingenuous. That's maybe just, that's who they are. But to me, I'm not gonna lie, when someone tells me they love me in two days, I, like I often joke around with my friends. I'm like, oh, because this nigga said he loves me, he doesn't know my favorite color, doesn't know my surname, doesn't know anything. Like what like what do you love? You love the idea of me. And that's what I often feel when people like are quick to fall in love. But again, again, I should not feel like that because it could be genuine and people could just fall in love quicker than what I can. So I know that like if someone comes up to me and they're like, yo, Google, I'd like to just hang and like, you know, let's just see where things go. Like, I am fully capable of existing in that relationship or in that dynamic and being grand for a very long time, you know, because again, it takes me some time to catch feelings. But because I think I can handle these situations, I'm still giving myself to people who don't deserve to have me in that in that manner. So it's like someone will come up to me and be like, yo, Google, like, I think, you know, we can hang, we can chill, we can do this, whatever. And then I'll maybe give more of myself than what that situation requires. And that often makes me feel like I'm, I don't know if losing losing is the word or losing something is how I'm trying to phrase it, but I just... I can feel when I'm giving more than what I need to to a certain situation. And I hate allowing for certain people to experience me in a manner in which they don't deserve to. I went to Cape Town recently and I had a summer fling. Now I haven't had an adult summer fling. Like I remember we went on holiday with my family once and there was a cute boy and I guess it was a summer fling. But dog, I was so young that I wasn't really under enjoy. And because I was there with my parents, I obviously couldn't just like see this nigga when I wanted to, you know, like, ah dog just dating while you're young is actually such a schlep like you have to make sure your parents aren't watching you have to not get into trouble you have to rah 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 rah. what of this bullshit so in my adulthood I feel like this was the first time I had a summer fling and I'm really grateful for the summer fling because again I'm grateful for good experiences and I've also come to learn that you should allow yourself to experience things for what they are and if something is good for a season it's good for a season if you're supposed to experience it for this amount of days and have a good time then do that you know I'm like I no longer quickly try or oh, I don't attach quickly so if I am to meet someone I'm most likely going to take it for what it is and like if we're having a good time and rocking great and if that's where it ends sharp. so I had a really good experience in Cape Town I had a brief summer fling but like no complaints like no complaints and oh, and that's that's really shocking. You know what I'm saying? Especially as a hand, like sometimes you go to your friends, you like I like this, I like this, but like, ugh, there was this, but like, start to finish, just a great time and the level of respect that I was met with was really what took it home for me because obviously we weren't necessarily taking each other seriously, but we knew that we were interested, you know, and we enjoyed each other and wanted to see each other. And the level of respect at which he met me at was like really refreshing because it almost even felt like he was moving like someone who wanted to date me. But then I realized, nah, dude, someone doesn't have to be respectful, Only if they want to date you, you know, if someone is just experiencing you and you're giving them the opportunity to to do so, you should be met with respect and you should still be treated in a certain way. And I was joking with my friends and I was like, I feel like I'm God brought about that little summer fling so that it would make it clear to me that other situations that I was not supposed to be in would be made clear to me. So because I had such a good, like lovely summer fling, guys, when I say lovely, eh, I mean, lovely, <laughs> lovely summer fling. It made me realize that there are certain people that I was with or doing things with that didn't deserve to experience me like that. And there was one person who instantly came to mind. So, I didn't draw a boundary with this person and we knew we liked each other and we like got along and I was just kind of going with the flow and allowing for anything to happen, which is really dangerous, you know, because when you don't make up your mind as to what it is you want out of this experience, you're just putting yourself in a position to experience bullshit. So, yeah, I didn't draw a boundary and I kind of knew I wasn't drawing a boundary because you know that one where you know you don't want to draw the boundary because you want to be under enjoy a bit. But you also know that like you need this boundary because you don't know if you need to be under enjoy with this person. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, like because there's no boundary, I guess it allowed for a blurred line and at some point we crossed the line and in crossing the line, I felt like he hadn't done enough for us to even be doing what we were doing. And I just, you know, my summer feeling just really put things into perspective for me. I was just like, I know I'm not getting the treatment that I deserve. I know I don't necessarily feel respected the way I should feel respected, even in this casual situation, because again, you should respect someone all the time, regardless of how serious your little fling, situation, bite ship, whatever the hell is, you know, like you should always meet someone with respect. So it just made me realize that like that ain't it. And I'm aware that I, I'm really grateful for good experiences because I think when you experience quality people, it just makes you that much more aware of situations you shouldn't be in and people you shouldn't be sharing yourself with. Yeah, this is why I'm actively and patiently waiting for my partner because what it is that is out there, I just, I don't, I don't care for and it doesn't serve me. I already feel like dating is so hard. Like the older you are, truly finding a life partner and someone you get along with and someone who you are in line with and someone who truly cares for you and someone you like. I think I often say loving someone is important, but liking them for me is equally, if not more important. Like besides the fact that you're my person, you know, besides the fact that we're doing it every night, JK, JK, jokes. But yeah, for real, besides the fact that you're my person, do I like you? Like, if you weren't my person, if we weren't in a relationship, if we weren't biting, and I just saw the way it is that you acted and treated other people and just who you are and what you stand for, do I like you as a person? Which is something I struggle with, you know? Like, it's really hard and it's hard for me to explain and the words aren't coming to me, but often I can really care for someone but not necessarily like them. And you see the things that you don't like a lot. And honestly, as of recent or until recently, I was in denial of... A certain aspect of relationships That I really need in my next partner And that is to have be with someone Who is God-fearing And like don't get me wrong I think you can obviously be with anyone, you know, even if they don't share the same spirituality or practice the same religion as you, I do think that again, if someone makes time, not makes time, if someone respects your religion and supports it, you know, and like helps you make time for it and so forth, then that's great. But I realize I need more than that. Like I'm past the point of just having someone tolerate the fact that I'm Christian and just close my eyes and pray. Like I want to be led in, in, In my spirituality, I want to grow in my spirituality. And I know I can only do so if I have someone who's equally yoked and who thinks the same and who wants the same out of life. And I think I was in denial of that because dating is so hard as is that I was a little bit frustrated with God because I was like, you now want for me to add this whole other layer to this as if dating isn't hard as is you know like as if I'm not struggling to find somebody you want for me to now also take into account that I need to be with someone who is equally yoked and has their own relationship with you you know and I think that's why I was in denial like I just I didn't want to think about it because I didn't want to have to deal with it but I'm obviously now at the point where I understand that in order for me to be in the kind of relationship that I want to be in and the relationship that I think God wants for me to be in I need to find someone who knows God. It's been really hard, like, coming to terms with that. I'm not going to lie. And I know it's for the best, you know? Like, I know know everything that God wants for me is for the best, but that's not to say that sometimes it isn't hard and it it isn't difficult, you know? The older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing how much more it is that I need from a partner. I need people to carry certain characteristics if you're going to be in my life and in my space like my friends motivate me they support me they anchor me they love me they are patient they are kind they are gentle with me all of these things I would obviously need in a partner and maybe that much more because your partner again experiences you in a manner in which your friends don't but I'm grateful for this time like I'm really grateful that I had a period in my life where it was just me and God and he was able to speak to me and work through me and just guide me and guide my path with no other distractions, you know? And I do think that's what this year is gonna look like for me. And I know that when I do find someone, I will be ready for that. And people often ask me about my sexuality and I'm gonna say this again, I don't know. And that's my answer for now. I don't know. And when I do know, maybe I'll care to share it, you know, but like also maybe give me the chance to breathe and experience some things. And then once I have a better understanding of it, like, yeah i'll chop and also like there isn't a pressure to necessarily know and i don't know if you're listening to this and maybe you are also a bit confused about your sexuality and like you feel like you're this or that whatever and people wanting answers out of you like you owe no one an answer but yourself like it is your journey it is for you to explore it is for you to make an understanding of and you should not feel the need to do so because other people want an answer out of you immediately it is your life so yeah i'm gonna leave this episode here i will not leave you guys this long in the future you know like I really really will be pushing to drop every second week so you can expect to hear from me soon but I hope that you guys are well and I hope you have a lovely day further